Just rest on the inside. And if there is a sense of that rest on the inside, it's, you know, if there's a sense of it or not, don't worry about it. But if there is an aroma of peace or calmness or nothingness going on, <coughs> see if you can. It's almost like multitasking, you know? Like the body can be animated or the senses are doing their thing or communication is happening on the outside. But that, that stillness is like, it's that image of the screen, that the animation happens on top of the screen, but the screen is still. So even if there is talking and stuff going on, that silence doesn't need your attention for it to be there. It doesn't actually. It's there all the time. But it's kind of possible to play a trick with the mind and have part of your attention with it. And this is what happens with the natural state, is that actually most of your attention is there and just a flicking of energy is what's going on in life. The labeling doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. So that there's just, there's just a bit of movement, but it's nothing. It's fluff. You know? And that that's life, that's communication, that's the drama, that's all that's happening. So it's like, it's like energetically something isn't able to go out and invest in the outside world. But energetically you can kind of, you know, you can kind of help that along a little bit actually. The realignment of how your energy body works once identification stops. Does that make a bit of sense? Yeah. There's always that stillness inside. You don't need silence on the outside or a quiet place or a quiet job or a, to live in the country or you actually don't. This is just this is just the part of us that uses a mirror. You want the outside to remind you of what you are, like going to set sign, something outside to remind me of the truth. Nature to remind me to go in. You know, actually go in when you're in a busy supermarket, you know, or when you're in you know, stuck in traffic. Then. Whatever, cup cars, purring best. No? There really is no, no need for attention to go out. But that's the energetic uh, response when the all about me, my story, the ego is at play, huh? when identification is running. The, the, poof, the energetic investment in the outside world goes on. So that's another way to get at it. No? I remember actually when this, this dawned on the Jack character, I was someplace in India and it was like, Jesus, maybe it's not mind at all, maybe it's just energy, you see, because coming from the energy world, it just makes sense of the whole thing is energy. And mind is just kind of like the socially accepted kind of cultural language that we put on things. And maybe it's not mind at all, maybe the ideas are way overrated, that it's just the play of energy, which of course it is. Which it is. Um, <coughs> And when it dawned, it was like, gosh, what I used to practice was, I've never been pregnant, but it was like being pregnant, I imagine. You know, it's like, it's like there's something that, that only that I know about and that it's personal and it's like inside in my torso and something that needs to be protected and shielded. 
That's what it was like in the beginning, do you know? Just to kind of, just, just to hold, uh, and somehow that energetic holding back of some energy, it wasn't a contraction, it was more just kind of, I don't know, a housing of it, or um, um, energetically letting there be rest inside. But it felt like I was kind of in an early pregnancy, you know? You know, just like, but there's something there. And somehow, not a lot of energy went out to the end of the world. But this personality is dynamic and it's always buzzing around the place. But the amount of energy that comes out is minimal. It's actually minimal, you know? <coughs> Something is kind of, is outside of all of it all the time. But that was a very useful way to have, the, the, have it managed energetically. Maybe a pointer, maybe not. Okay, so the chair is open if somebody would like to, to come up. Okay, there's a, yeah, sure. A guy from behind afterwards. Hello. Hi. I'm Drew. Hi, Drew. Um, I have two questions. The first question is sort of a question about questions. Um, last night when you said, you know, don't let your ego keep you from coming up here. Um, I've been at a lot of satsangs and I don't ask questions. And I've told myself a story that, um, and several teachers say this actually, Aja and others, that a well-honed question doesn't need an answer, right? And if, you, if I really sit with my question and see where the question is coming from, the question will dissolve, and, and, and that's happened many, many times. Yes. I've had so many important questions that turned out to be so unimportant. Yes, yes. And um, so that's the story that I've told myself, uh, and, and so I haven't really been inclined to get up and ask questions, even though I always have a question. I mean, you know, it's, it's easy to come up with yeah. questions. Um, so, so that's one thing, is just the whole issue of questions and asking questions and needing answers and everything and and I'm not and I do think that's gotten in the way of me actually maybe I know it's not spiritually correct but making progress right because sure. I may sit with things a lot longer than I need to if I just ask somebody Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so I don't know whether there's any guidance on that okay okay is there some motivation when you took that path of, of let's just see if the question dissolves itself and it does. Mm -hmm. Is there some motivation? Well, this is the higher ground in some way. That that let's you know what I mean. I, Wanting it to be a well-honed yeah. question. Yeah, I think there there's certainly some ego involved in not wanting to ask a dumb question. Right. All right. Okay. You know. Yeah. So certainly that, and realizing that, you know, realizing at a very deep level that the question is a fiction along with the rest of this, yes. right? So, yes. I mean, it's a little of both, yes. you know? It's like knowing that the question is not coming from a place of truth. I mean, yes. so... Of course. So it does feel foolish. <laughs> okay, now, if the question is already in mind, all right, it's already manifesting, it just hasn't had the physicality of being expressed. Mm -hmm. So if it's already there, the movie is already after making it. Right. 
And along comes mind and says, no, I'm going to reject you. Mm -hmm. It's already there, no? Mm -hmm. It's like, what's wrong with it anyway? Mm -hmm. Of course it's all BS. Of course it's all movie. Of course it's all fiction. But that's what happens. That's what Mm -hmm. the movie is. It is fiction. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that within the movie, we kind of have this have this category that there is something in the movie that's truth and something in the movie that's fiction. It's all fiction. Mm-hmm. It has to be fiction. It's the movie. It's not real at all. The whole thing. Even the idea of truth is not real. Mm-hmm. All of it is bunkum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you see? Mm-hmm. So, so it's already been accepted by manifestation. It's already allowed. It's already in the making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then if mind comes in, I'd be interested, aha, why does mind come in with this with something right. to, to cut off the expression of it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if it's already arisen mm-hmm. so so to use another place um, other than the intellect to decide if something is going to it, it is to be voiced or not mm-hmm. and it's great that you're kind of looking at the layers yeah sure there's a bit of ego stopping us like okay let's blast through that expose it expose it expose it mm-hmm. so so drop into the deeper levels and mm-hmm. one day you'll say uh, yeah no, no, this question actually, it, it'll dissolve and there's nothing else going on. Another day, it'll be like, this question dissolve. Okay, is there something deep in that? Yep, I don't want to go up and ask a stupid question. Okay, now go up. <laughs> Do you know? Right. So, so, so be your own monitor there mm-hmm. of like, what's playing now? What's playing? Can this be broken? Is this something I'm protecting? Is this self-image? What's going mm-hmm. on here? Mm-hmm. If there's mm-hmm. something alive, poof, diffuse it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take away its power. Right. So now that's a perfect lead into the to the stupid question. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I have been able to see that the story of Drew is a total fiction and, and, and all of that, and I understand why this is the BS chair and all that. And but there are still lies that come from fear that I still identify with, you know, there, and I've been able to sort of make a little list of, you know, here are the things that still hook me. Yes. And, and most of them are things that theoretically look like they have positive motive to them, such as being parent, being a provider. And, and so when I look at it, I say, okay, fine, what's, what is Drew still identifying with? What does Drew still really believe or feel that he needs to believe because other people are expecting him to believe it? You know, that whole thing. So I've got, you know, um, four children and, you know, and a lot of quote-unquote responsibilities and everything. And so there's this idea that somehow it's all, that I've got to keep that identity. I've got to keep that belief. I've got to keep motivating that. Okay. And and but it does feel untrue, and it does feel energetically not yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so so again, and there's you know just a few things like that that still. You know, it's like, well, you, you've got to believe that. You've got to believe that. You can't. You can't let that go. If you did let it go and the belief in that role of being dad and provider, if that fell apart, do you think the functioning of Drew as a parent and a provider would fall apart too? I, obviously, I, I must think that. I don't think. I mean, when you ask yeah. me the question, I know that it wouldn't. I mean, I yeah. know that I would continue yeah. to do that. 
Yeah. Right. But there's, there is, I mean, obviously it is still part of an identity, a separate identity, yeah. and how I define myself in some way that I am hooked on. You know, there's, there's a stickiness there that, that, and it has a lot of real powerful energy to it. I mean, it's like, um, it's like what kind of father would, yes. <laughs> you know, separate his attachment with his children. You know, it's yes. like it, it's like you know, you know, you can't do that. That's not, you know. So I don't know. I it it's just one of those things that's still there that, yeah. um, you know, that I still hooks me. Yeah. You know? Do you generally keep the law and 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 abide by abide by the laws? Yeah. No, no, not so, typically. Okay, good. <laughs> okay then. So why is this law so you can't break this one? Yeah, I, this is cast in stone. I, I really, you know, I, I again, I don't know. I, I, I um, is self-image very important to you? You know, it's not. It, it really has not. It. it it was for a long, long time, but it was always sort of, I, I saw myself creating it and I saw myself, you know, going through the motions and everything. And I, I really had a, a major sort of quote unquote meltdown a few years ago where sort of it all came apart and that was beautiful. And, and so I really don't have a lot of, you know, idea about who I am except for a couple of these little things. I mean, uh, they're not little things. I mean, a couple of these big rocks that still hold the identity in place, right? Okay, so let's call it bluff then. So let's say you fall apart again and this time you don't really construct yourself. And let's say you you are unable to work by some thing that happens and, you know, and you become a bit of a bum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, anymore. yeah, sure. <laughs> so let's say your worst nightmare happens because mm -hmm. obviously it's held up as a threat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That is, I mean, it's very interesting. I mean, what you said is very, very interesting because that probably the idea of not being able to provide is a big threat. I mean, and in fact, I did have a period of time where I was um, unemployed and really suicidal and all of that and several years ago and yeah. and so i did have this identity of who i was as the provider right and that got blown apart and you know but i was still going to be the provider because i had a big insurance policy and i just check out and i provide right yes. you know yes. and yes. so i was still able to hold it together yes. in that way um but then you know that passed and you know yes. and i got through that and I really the the idea of needing to be the total unconditional provider is not nearly as strong as it was but it's still very much there I, I'm not answering your question I'm sorry no you're cruising around I know answer, yeah. answer I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> sit with the idea that something could happen very right. easily and welcome in the idea that something could happen to make you totally incompetent as a dad and as a provider right Right. Because what this path can demand of you, and you might as well be prepared for it, is everything that you hold dear. Oh, I know, I know. Everything that you hold dear. Now, now, if that is the one block as you've identified it, the universe is going to whip it off you 
or you can bypass that and actually be all right with the idea. Now, sometimes you can play with, no, actually, I'd be okay, I'd be okay if, if my world falls apart. I really hope that's good enough because if it really falls apart, I'm not. Right. Now, now, okay, the universe, <laughs> you know, I mean, right, we do right, these right, things, right, no? Right, absolutely. So, so I mean, if, if that's what's at play, of course, everything is going to collapse. Of course mm-hmm. it is, because you're kidding yourself. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you can actually arrive at that place of total, you know what, I'm okay, I'm genuinely okay if it all falls apart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then if it does or it doesn't, fine, you roll along with it. Right, right. Getting to that place of, of that level of surrender, of not, not, because you're playing with the universe now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the meltdown is fine, but I have my insurance policy. And, you know, if meltdown happens again, I'm still my insurance right. policy. And it's like, who are you kidding? Right, right, right. Who are you right. kidding? No, and I understand, and, and really what I've, the, the practice that I, and I know, again, not spiritually correct, but still, the, you know, this radical deconstruction that I, you know, I do see that I've got to let that go. Yes. I mean, I'm absolutely 100% certain of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and then I start asking, playing additional games like, well, can I let it go without anybody knowing? <laughs> right? You know, it's like, can, I mean, can I let my kids go without them knowing I let them go? Yeah. You know, it's like... Because you want to preserve your self-image? Uh, maybe, maybe, or maybe I don't, I think it's because I don't want to hurt them, right? I mean, it's like, what if, you know, it's sort of like the Abraham and Isaac story, you know, I'm going to kill my son, you know, can I kill him without him knowing I killed him, you yeah. know? It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I, obviously there's a lot of yeah. mind games going on yeah. here, but yeah. I, I'm, uh, I am trying to figure out, I don't know, yeah. that's not going to work either, how to deconstruct this Yeah. without... Well, I'll tell you, your kids will be a lot freer and probably will need less therapy if you don't attach yourself to them. Mm-hmm. 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 Attachment is a contamination <laughs> mm-hmm. of a natural flow of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So detaching from your kids is going to free them up no end. Mm-hmm. But mind will tell you it's the opposite. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Loving without attachment is totally fluid. You have no expectations, whatever. Because attachment has all kinds of do, 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 do. When you're attached to somebody and you're loving them in that way, there is desire for them, Mm -hmm. for you. It's like contaminated. Mm -hmm. And you're Mm -hmm. sure your kids are downloading that for sure. Sure, of course. So, I mean, if you really take a clear look at it, they'll be a lot better off if you can love them without any attachment. Mm So separating loving, loving your kids from, from the providing thing. Mm-hmm. If you divide it into two, it'll weaken. Mm-hmm. Both can get weakened because they're different things, no? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So attachment to your kids, you, you, you have to let them go. You have to let them go. Of course, and, of yeah, course. yeah, absolutely. Because yeah, yeah, this is sticky. Mm-hmm. The self-image is bleeding through both. Mm-hmm. You know, because you want to be discreet about whatever transformation that goes on. It's like, why? Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. Let people call you a jerk if they're going to call you a jerk. So what? Mm-hmm. So what? So what? Like, it's just another expression, you know? Mm-hmm. And then providing, you know, they probably won't end up in a poorhouse or whatever mm-hmm. the equivalent is mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. 
you know, things, things, things happen. The role of being the provider can happen without your identification with it. Mm-hmm. The role just happens. But the ego will say, I'm the one doing it, and claim it. It's the ownership of the role. So it's attachment to your kids and the ownership of the role. The role of being dad can happen. The role of being provider can happen. But as long as you own it, the idea, I am the provider, as long as there's identification there, you claim it Mm -hmm. for yourself to give you identity, purpose, Mm -hmm. we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you see? Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, sure. Thanks, Joe. Good morning. I was struck by what she said at the very beginning about being pregnant. I've not been pregnant either. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I guess a battle I've had lately is um, I want to fight the tendency to be intellectual about everything. Uh-huh. I had an occupation that I retired from a couple of years ago that involved a great deal of intuition. And I'm just wondering if you know, how does one reach that intuition of, of you know, going inward, being uh, more, you know, self-awareness all the time, uh, you know, the, that I just feel like there's, I guess it's, to, to backtrack a little bit, in meditation about 10 years ago, I was at uh, the Bhavana Center, uh, Theravatan Meditation in West Virginia, and uh, in, the middle of, in the middle of a long, hour-long sit, I got to this place of total silence, mm. just total, uh, mm. just wonderful. Mm. And so, and I, and I have always thought, well, that, that the closest thing to that was something that you get through intuition. That it's not something that, uh, that you're going to be able to talk yourself into. And, I, and so when you said something about incubate, kind of an incubating the pregnancy, I was just curious as to, uh, if you could clarify that for me a little bit more. Yeah, from what you're saying, it sounds like the connection with your body, something dropping down, going mm-hmm. from here down into your, your pelvis, right. something just dropping down actually, going yeah. into your body, yeah. it, it, it is what you're really asking about, I think. Yeah, I, I guess it's a, uh, it's like a state of a state of being. Yes. That doesn't doesn't involve all. I guess I'm just a little fed up with all the thinking. I yes. Fi- I find myself there. I go again thinking, yes. thinking, 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 yes. thinking. And, yes. And uh, I was just wondering if what what you speak of for yourself of having this <laughs> this awareness, this awareness, and then everything is is sort of a is playing off of that, but it's not the importance. The no. importance is the awareness. Yeah, that's the it's, central focus. Yeah. And this is the sideshow. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 when you were talking about almost being, you know, or feeling yeah. a, a pregnancy, was that, a, was that a transitional period you were going yes, through? Yes, of course. Everything, mm-hmm. everything got thrown away, but it was a very useful way to, um, yeah, to, to have a stepping stone to kind of... <clears throat> To, to, to let there be less attention right. on the outside world, or on what mind was presenting as the outside world. Mm-hmm. So was there an, an actual feeling 
inside of you that uh, yeah, something was, incubating yes, something yes it yeah. was a practice mm-hmm. it was a practice I'll tell you I, this is a wacky one but but when like when I would squeeze a, a practice dry you know I keep doing it until it was dry it was like okay there's no potency anymore mm-hmm. and then another one would come and you know what came after that literally was you know a Guinness and when a pint of Guinness yeah, is full yeah. to the top, do you know? <laughs> and you walk really carefully with a pint of Guinness, you know? <laughs> right. And the image of a pint, and it sounds wacky, but these, these are the things that happened. A, a, an image of, of, of a pint of Guinness sitting on my pelvic floor. And uh, that if I moved, I'd topple, I'd spill it, and it's an awful mess when Guinness goes down the side. Oh, yeah. That's you a, see? That's, <laughs> a, that's a wonderful and image for honest, me as a beer lover. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, the, yeah. You, know, you don't want the foam you, to spill You don't over. want the foam to spill over. Yeah. And it literally, <laughs> literally, I used to, I, it, it moved from the pregnancy to the pint of Guinness. Yeah. It literally did. It literally did. And something in the, in the body slowed down. Something slowed down energetically, yes. you know? So you can do these tricks, they're very useful for, for literally changing your wiring from functioning from the neck up to bringing mm-hmm. something down in here to where there is the aroma of stillness arising. Right. And it's like you're, you're aligning mind with the frequency of the stillness that arises from what you are. Yeah. yeah. You and, see? And there is, there is a physical place for it. There is a physical place for it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ramana used to say it was it was someplace in the chest, you know, uh, whatever the right. I, I can never remember, but mm-hmm. but but n- n- no, I think it's energetically much deeper. It's 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 down here in the pelvis somewhere. Right. It's sitting inside your pelvic area. Yeah, that's that's what I. You can feel it. Yeah. Yeah. When I remember all that meditation session, that's where I felt it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I mean, if you could, if you could say you're actually feeling it anyway. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's just the echo of it, it resonates in the body, and mm-hmm. but it res- resonates down in the lower torso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you know? And it's not it. It's the resonance of it. But this right. is the this is this is how it responds physically. And there's no no harm in going after the response physically. Mm-hmm. My goodness, why not? Of course. Well, this is about this is kind of segueing to a practical thing, and that is. Uh, you know, I, I have a lot of time by myself, and I live out in the country and all that, so I can really get into these wonderful states and really, you know, be pretty mindful about things and uh, awareness, uh, observing awareness, all that. But then it's time to go down to the grocery store, uh-huh. or, it's, or it's time to meet friends who are not into any of this, and, uh-huh. you know. And, you know, driving down, of course, driving is a wonderful way of, of watching oneself, you know. Uh, and, so you get down there and you say, okay, I'm going to go in and meet my friends. I'm going to really carry this with me. This is going to, this is going to go with me. Okay. And then... You know, <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. And, I, and I'm just wondering, I guess that's why mm-hmm. your, your comments at the beginning, it was like, well, maybe I need to have something that, yeah. that physically I can carry yes. in, into a social yes. setting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, because energetically you're bleeding, you see. Mm-hmm. You're bleeding energy. It's like, hold on, drop it in here. Yeah. Drop it in here. Yeah, because I, I, was, I was raised in a very strict family, very, very polite. And so it's, it's like a cardinal sin for me to hurt someone else's feelings. I think my mother once said it's much more important that you don't hurt somebody else's feelings than anyone ever hurts yours, you know, that, that kind of thing. And, and so 
I guess I'm real sensitive. I don't want my friends to think I'm distant or not caring or whatever. Yes. It, it, when, I'm, when I'm really, I'm just uh, trying to evolve. Yes. Uh, yes, but, but you see that justification now. Your mother's voice is still alive. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you, do you kind of want to know, the, the, the world to know, or your friends to know that you're actually evolving and your intention is not to hurt them? Or how deep is uh, this one? I guess I guess what it is is I'm I'm ready to wash my hands of it. I'm kind of tired of that battle I've had for so many years of uh, of uh, you know wanting to always placate others. Yeah. And it's like no, this is this is as you call it the nat a natural state to be in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I I think that's why I drove here. You know, I I, I want I want something. I'm going to be pushed over the cliff. Yes. Yeah. So how about looking at placating others like this? That actually it's manipulation. Mm -hmm. It's manipulating people into, into a response that the ego wants for its own maintenance. Right. That's yeah. actually what that is. Wanting people to like me, yes. wanting people to think I'm smart. And yes. Then, you know, wanting them to react in a certain way, not yeah. wanting them to be upset. They sure. have every right to be upset. Yeah. Let them flip the lid if they want. That's completely <laughs> their... Sure, that's, that's their thing. Maybe right. that's what needs to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. And who are, who are you to, to manipulate it so that it's all nice and pie and polite back to you? Right. It's just manipulation. Mm -hmm. And it's an interference with whatever path they're on, whatever yes, progress they're it making. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. If you're brutally honest with yourself and you can, you know, stand over as many moments of your own interaction that you can, you know, and then there comes a point of where attention is so minimally on the outside that you're not even, you're not even like watching to see how you're interacting. It's it's a total free folk flow because you're only watching mm -hmm. it in order to manipulate anyway. Right. And so even watching it stops. Right. It's just it's just how it plays. That's it. And whatever conditions are there, maintain it. But but there's no investment in any of it. So it's all going on without you? Yes. Yeah. It's like getting out of the way. Yeah. That's, that's very good. You see, that's, but that's the natural state. It's like, mm -hmm. what's the problem? All right. What's the problem? Yeah. It's the ego trying to control everything. And knowing that it's, it, it is the ego that's doing it. Yes. Is, is very helpful. It is. It's just it's learning, learning to recognize that bastard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, hmm. Thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I guess what I'll start out is to give it a little bit of a story. So, uh, <clears throat> when I was about eight years old, my father died. And uh, I had no idea he was. Hi. Thank you. Sure. Uh, so, I have two questions. The one is very similar to his. Yes. But um, 
You started to talk about energetically because that's how things are starting to present. Okay. If the story's not really running in the same kind of way, but it's but I can still feel all the grip, and it's gotten very sticky. So, sure, it's gotten stickier the, energetically. So, I was hoping you would kind of elaborate on that. And the other one is um, uh, the other question. But, but I'm not sure what you're asking. So, what you're I'm s- asking is, how do you deal with it energetically? You deal of, with what energetically? Uh, sort of when a pattern comes up. Yeah. And it's not, you know, I don't, I'm not very interested in the story, but I can still feel it energetically. Yes. How to break that down? Okay. Because the inquiry isn't working in the same kind of way because ah. it doesn't have a dialogue. Okay, but what's wrong with being energetically battered for a while? I don't like it. Ah. <laughs> I see. Ah. So we have a desire ah. that it should be another way. Yeah. That's the sticky point. <clears throat> That's the stickiness. Got it. May things be as they are. Sometimes you get battered. It's like you fuck your knee off a table and you've got a bruise for a few days. So wait, so what? Somebody lashes you for something, your, your energy field is battered for a few days. You feel like crap and there's nausea and an energetic awfulness. So what? It heals again. The desire will make it worse. Oh, it shouldn't be like this. I wish this could go. How can I sort this? That's what the contraction is. There's nothing wrong with anything. The desire to fix it is the problem. Let it all be allowed. <laughs> Is there resistance to that? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to see if I can get my answer and dig a little deeper. Uh-huh. Okay, because you know I want a different answer. Yes, yeah, of course. Yeah. So there's, um, there's less self-referencing, so there's less this. Yeah. Except in certain areas. So the person who got up earlier and, and the man was talking about particular kinds of identity. There's one that I, I can't... Uh, and so I think you're going to hit me with the same thing about desire here, but there's one that's um, debilitating, has been running for a couple of years, and it's a, a, a particular kind of relationship in my life that is, um, uh, it, it, it feels almost a stalking kind of relationship that someone's directing at me. And there is a um, desire to correct their behavior. Okay. And I... Um, it has a loop that is um, that runs, so there's a lot of conversation when the person isn't present in the room, and one of my rules is I can't have a conversation unless the person's present in the room. And so I have a lot of desire to change them. And this feels very old and very unsafe. And I can't... Um, so we, that's sort of why the energetic question would come up, is that I feel feel like I, I don't know how to hold this in a way that it can run. I feel like I just do this with it, but I don't... I love the image of the pregnancy because there's a way in which I want to hold this so I can... If I need to know something, I can know it if it needs to move or if it needs to just stay. But I don't know how to not combat it. Does that... Is it, is it making any sense? Not a lot. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Um, uh, yeah, there's, there's, a f- there's a few threads in together and okay. I'm not sure about which one is the core of it. Talk for another little bit for me. Okay, so, um, you know, so uh, all I can think of is there's a very deep groove. Yeah. And 
there's a there's a way in which this groove feels core, and it is about uh, it's about safety. Yes, I don't feel safe, and that's mm-hmm. not okay. Not to feel safe. Okay, and and. I don't, I, I to, you know, I have all the intellectual understanding about there's nothing that I need to be afraid of. However, this particular key, this particular, I, well, now that I talk, it feels like I've made it the key, but I've, yes. I've, I feel like it's uh, the plug, you know, it's the yes. main block, it's the whatever I've dramatized it, however I, so I got very attracted when you were talking about energetically there are things you can do. That's the level in which I want to try to address okay. what's happening. Okay. And I understand what you're saying about the desire for it to be gone makes it stronger. Yes. Um, what tells you that it's not safe? What do you I use feel as that. I yeah, but, but 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 the feeling comes from mind because mind uses the body for its own purposes here. Okay. Okay, so the feeling has a thought prior to it. What what thoughts are believed that it's not safe? Um, it's much of what happened was pre-verbal, so it's it's uh, so I have this. Uh, I will be hurt, and I'm responsible for um, my own safety. Okay, and um, and therefore I need to get you so that you don't hurt me. Kind okay, of, that's. I think that's the loop. Okay, what's wrong with being hurt? You're an adult now. What's wrong with being hurt? Mm, it's physical. So uh, there's a physical. I don't want to be hurt by you. I don't want to be hurt. Yes, but but so what's wrong with being hurt? Yeah. Same as last question, no? Mm, it is the same. Yeah. It's just I can't get at it at my own, my hands. I, I can't get at it by myself. Yeah. Because there's, uh, I don't want to use the word fear because I don't feel it like fear. I feel it like, uh, um, feels more basic than fear. Even. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I feel like this particular relationship, even though I'm t- trying, and write the gratitude. I don't feel gratitude. I just yeah. You know, fuck you. You know. Well, why not cut the person out of your life? They are, but that doesn't that doesn't stop it. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Uh, so. I. So here's my story about it. I think is that there is a way in which I feel people can put hooks in or that hooks can happen uh-huh. only because I invite that. Yeah. And I would, you know, I don't know how to undo that. I don't know how to, in, I don't know how to break that cycle. So that's it. Does it really have to break? Yes. Why? Because <laughs> I need it to end. I'm really ready for it to be over with, I think. Obviously, I'm not, or I wouldn't need it, but... (laughs) (laughs) So I'm very vested, and and that's what I'm trying to get at, is that I can't do this, I can't seem to unloop this by myself in terms of what I'm doing Uh to keep perpetuated. Uh Because it feels like, you know, I'm a spiritual girl, I get this. Uh So that's part of the... 
because you just want the yeah. suffering to go, but you want yourself to be there yeah. as a non-sufferer. Yeah, I think that's probably okay. yeah. probably right. The eye is the sufferer, mm-hmm. but the eye wants the suffering to go and stay there itself. It's like the eye who wants to be awakened to enjoy being awakened. It's like hello, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Suffering is when there's a personal eye there. As long as you believe you are your body and you're your mind and these are your hooks and this is your life, sure, it's just going to be one set of hooks replacing another set of hooks. What's so astounding to me is that there are, that there's so many places where that's so true and this particular one just keeps it running. Keeps it running, yeah. yeah. And I, 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 don't, I don't, that's why it's so, gotten so important. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I, I mean, I, walking happens, eating happens. There's just not, yeah. there's, nothing's personal anymore except this. Yes. This is personal. Yes. And it's... Um, so if, if the personality and the energy field is just a bit sensitive, and this is how it is, so what? Mm-hmm. It's the not liking it. It's the image. Yeah. yeah, I just wasn't picking up how vested I was, and yeah, and, and, you know what and it would all look like. Wanted to control it, really. Yeah, yeah, to be in charge of it, letting it go, and enjoying things mm-hmm. another way. This has to go, huh? That it's layer of thinking has to go. If the layer of thinking has to go, the practice itself of of you know getting hurt is not a problem. That's actually not a problem. That's life. But the taking it personally is the flip side of the one who wants to control it in the first place. You know, it's like you wanting to control the level of suffering is the very thing that arises out from the I'm the one who got hurt. Like, it's the same thing. You're taking it personally and so you want to not take it personally. So the, the one who's trying to control is the personal I. This is just the next layer of the same I story. If you didn't take it personally, there'd be nobody there who wanted to change it, would have a desire. So in order to run the desire, you're taking things personally first. Got it. You see? Yeah, I actually do. So it's actually, it, it, it's, it, it hurt happens. But the moment that you take it personally, and it's, it's about me and my story, and I'm feeling it, and I don't want to feel it. It's like, oh, off we go, off we go. Getting hurt isn't an issue, it happens, it's life. So, Jack, here's the, how can you, like, you know, I know what you're saying. It doesn't change it. And so, that's the piece that's so curious to me, is how can I have this much information and still keep it running? It's just shocking to me that it's so um, powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Something is still just hanging on to yeah. me, my story, right. how I want it. And it might be that all you can do is like, whoops, there it is. Okay. Right now, you know, you might say, right now there's a desire that it should go. Okay. Right. And as that peels back, oh my goodness, there it is. Now there's a me and this is really unfair. Okay. And you peel that back. And you say, oh my God, they're not supposed to treat me that way. Wow, that's running. Da, 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 da. You're not going to get rid of the whole thing like this. If something is hardwired your whole life, mm-hmm. you, it's not just one thing. You will find a layer and a layer and a layer compacted together. 
Oh, so I'm looking for one truth in yeah, this yeah. that will, will no, blow it out. No, you have layers in this. Okay. You have layers in this one. Okay, so you just keep the inquiry. Because I I gave up on inquiry because it doesn't seem... And I, that's why I went to... Okay, it's not an intellectual problem. Yeah, inquiry is not a painkiller. It's not a painkiller. If you're suffering over something, all the inquiry in the world will not switch off the pain. It won't. Because it's too much of a leap from all of these, I'm taking it personally and I'm suffering, to I'm not there. The motivation is avoidance. It's not looking for truth. It ain't going to work. That's helpful. You see? Yeah, it's seeing it in layers. Because I, yeah, I feel like... Yeah, it's Oh, there'll be about 10. I want a kingpin kind of reaction. Yeah, sure. Because so much has happened yeah. that was like that. Yeah. But this yeah. just won't budge. Yeah, if there's something that won't budge, yeah, it's got layers. It's got layers. Okay. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah. One by one, huh? One by one. And only when one is clear, let the next one show itself. Thank you. That's very helpful. Sure, Thanks. sure. Hi. Um, I don't really have a question. I want to ask about, well, um, not ask or, or encourage you. Would you share with us about how you talk about in your book the puppet, you know, that we're really being lived and all that, and your um, description of that, of what that experience is like? The first time it was seen, I was um, in, in India, um, in Amma's ashram. Amma, the hugging mother, she probably, yeah. Yeah, Amma. Yeah, Amma. Mm -hmm. And I was way up in some high, high, high building. She's got these high-rise towers, no? And uh, I was looking out the window, and it was a Sunday. And so on Sunday, uh, it's, it's for local people and for southern India, Indians mm -hmm. to go to her. And the Westerners are asked to step back and just do service. And, um, and there was this queue, like a snake long of, of local people just like twirling around all the buildings, like a few thousand people or something, mm -hmm. queuing from early morning to Hogama. And, and uh, you know, I was, whoa, like not really, uh, not really with it. And, um, and I looked out the window and energy, so they're way down below. And energetically, there was a seeing that these physical forms um, were, that, that a piece of energy, it's like, okay, it's like, okay, so, so if, if I imagine that it's here, okay, mm -hmm. it's that when this woman just leaned back, that there would be an energetic movement behind and she had no choice but to just lean back in her chair right now. Right? So like, so like the whole unit was moving in such a way to pull her form back, even though she might think of a pain in my back and I need, I need the back support for the kind chair. Kind of like a school of fish, how they exactly. do under the ocean. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, so it was like, oh my goodness me, there's a whole movement of energy and the physical form is moving, you know? And one, one woman was standing and her little boy ran, ran away and it was like, whoops, her head is going to turn now. I could see the whole piece of energy where her head is going to turn now. You know, and she's going to call him, and she thinks it's her idea that, that she's going to call him. And it's like, whoa, you know, and she was, you know, completely mm -hmm. being played by the, the, the mass energy of the, of the whole. So, so that, that vision often, it, it was there, that was the first time it ever came. And for the first time you see something, it's like, whoa, reconsider the whole matrix here. Um, and so after that, it, it just 
it was just a constant perception. It's just a constant perception, you know, that's it's just there, it's accessible all the time. Another thing that used to happen quite a lot was that on waking in the morning, there was um, a, a sense of, uh, uh, I don't know, attention, energy, I don't know what it was, moving towards this galaxy, towards the galaxy, towards our cosmos, towards the, towards the planet, and, and literally, like, just this pulling, right? And in that moment, it's like, woof. Me as consciousness was everybody and everything. And then it would localize. Then it would localize, and it's like, ah, there's a country, there's whatever it is, Ireland. Okay, moving towards Ireland, moving towards the south of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Linear time, bingo, linear time. Okay, uh, 2009. As though these decisions were being made, and thump into this woman, and then the program of this woman, as as attention went to this woman who was lying in her bed, attention plopped in, right uh, onto onto the program of her life, and it's like doof, it's like a download of it's Tuesday morning, and I gotta get up and do A B C D, and it's like wow, that's just a program that's in this body-mind form, gosh, it's totally not what I am at all. But a piece of, of consciousness has, has pulled itself into a local, local, local framework of a woman's body in order to imagine that it has a life and do something. And then that animating energy is moving the body around throughout the day. Yes. But there's still the awareness of that. So then the mind would be the uh, like narrating voice in the head that just comments on things. Yes. But also projects out and grabs things and say, I made that happen. Yes. When really that's not true. Not true at all. It's just the living. It's claiming things. Yes, claiming things. But it's just a story. Yes. It's all just story. Does it make a bit more sense? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's see. It's very simple, really, how the whole matrix mm-hmm. works, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but mind makes it complex. The, the, the individual perspective makes it complex. And sure, you know, that's such a joke. And the conditioning of projecting it out there that this out here is causing this <coughs> in here. Yes. And therefore, if I can fix that out there, then this in here gets to feel comfortable, easy, yes. or whatever. And then add the spiritual story on top of it of if I do this, then I get this constant sense of peace and guru type thinking. And, yes. You know, it's this whole the yeah. spiritual ego. The spiritual ego, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just, it's I in, get better if I It's can like in a white sail painted white with spiritual ego on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes like this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. So then why be sticky at all? to what goes on in your head, like, what, what's that about, you know, why be sticky at all to what goes on in your head, because it's just, it's just thoughts moving through consciousness, it's just, they're just ideas, just manifesting because they can, you know, and, and this stickiness happens, and 
gosh, why? Just create suffering. Like it's a contraction, you know, the stickiness is like cling, let's cling to that. And the piece of energy gets tight and then and then we've got suffering. And consciousness plays like this. But it's never you, you see, it's never you. It's never you. Hi, hi. I feel like everybody who's been up here, I've like, okay, that, yeah, that's me, and your answer was perfect. Sure. Um, particularly Luke's, the grabbing on and the letting go, I think that really uh, resonated with me in terms of what I asked on Wednesday uh, or Thursday evening about my job. It's like, I feel like it's all or nothing. And so I've kind of made a decision that I'm not going to make a decision until I examine my beliefs around the work. Very good. Um, and so I've been contemplating that, and it's really hit me that there's nothing inherently wrong with this job in and of itself. It's what, how I interpret everything and how I'm, you know, what I'm putting onto it. Yes. Um, so I just kind of wanted to throw out a few of the beliefs and yes. kind of work them through. Yes. Um, one, I think, big one is I can't do spiritual work if I'm working full-time. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like, you know, like this belief that I'm not going to achieve what I think in my mind I should be enough. Uh -huh. I've got if I'm working full time. Uh -huh. And then another big one is the whole performance pressure thing. So I can't um, I can't relax, or it's it's critical if I have this responsibility that I meet the expectations of the company that's paying me money to do this. And I can't really control all of that stuff. So there's just a huge amount of, I guess it's needing to please. Um, so I'm just, uh, my question is, if those beliefs weren't there, you know, then where would I be <laughs> with all of this? Let's find out, huh? Can you take a plunge and, and, and see where you end up? Maybe a bumbling heap on the floor or maybe nothing changes externally and are you all right with both of those and anything in between? Um, <laughs> I think I'm all right with any of those. All right. I mean, yeah, I think I, I would be. <laughs> all right. Okay. All right. So. We can, we, can, we can replace one concept with another, actually, just to cheat mind out of the second one, the okay. performance pressure okay. to deliver. Maybe work is paying you for your time. If they're paying for your time, whatever skills flow out of you during your time, fine. But maybe they're paying you for your time. Because if you've got an understanding that they're paying you to deliver, it does a contraction. And that's, that's exactly it. <laughs> so just switch it. It's just like, no, they're paying me for my time. I put in the hours and what happens, happens. Okay. Could you buy that? Uh, it'd be hard. Why would it be hard? 
Because uh, I just, uh, it's a belief that when you're in a responsibility, what I, what I have um, believed all through my past is, and what bosses have told me is, I'm paying you to deliver this bottom, these bottom line results. Yes. That's so that's a different story that yes, I've always told myself. That's conditioning, yeah. Yeah. So the conditioning has always been consistent. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, at a certain point, what others tell you, you take it with a pinch of salt. Because if there is something that's still absorbing what others say is, well, this is the contract. This is why I'm paying you. You can say, well, actually, this is why he thinks he's paying me, or she thinks she's paying me. But for me, it's quite a different gig. <laughs> you know what? Like, okay. you know, because otherwise, otherwise, the conditioning is still going to continue. Yes. And it's, I, I'm more interested in your capacity to absorb conditioning. Yes. Your acceptance of conditioning is what I'm on to here. Yes, <laughs> that's good. You see. <laughs> It's yeah. not so much what he says, it's that you'll accept that, okay, if that's a given from you, then of course, I, I completely adhere to it. It's like, whoa, what are you doing? You're right. I do that in life. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. This, this is the problem. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. wow, that's huge. Yeah, that's a big one for you, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop that's absorbing great. conditioning. Enough. You have enough of it. You have enough of it. Ah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I just totally see that all the yeah. way back to my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very authoritative. And, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. So I know I'm still working with the belief that life should be more fair. Yeah. <sighs> Sticky? Yeah, so I have this friend who had this horrible childhood. You know, horrible. So I'm feeling like, you know, I want to make up for it. You know, I want to... 
rescue him, yeah. give him caring he didn't have as a child. So, and I feel energetically connected to him somehow. But besides that, to me is okay. But it's the mind, the concepts that I'm, I'm, I'd like to break. You know, responding to him from. Yeah. He's this poor victim. Yes. And I'm exactly. the rescuer. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So are there poor victims out there? Let's look at this perception, the thing that says poor victim. Right. You've had it rough and it's not fair. Right. Are there? What's your criteria? How come you arrive at that conclusion? It's like you said, a child should have parents that take care of him. He didn't have parents that took care of him. Some do and some don't. That's the play. Yeah. Do you think consciousness screws up? Do you think manifestation screws up? Yeah. <laughs> do you think you could do better than God in the grand design? Yeah, of course. So if you can improve on manifestation, you know, there might be a bit of arrogance in there. There might be a bit of control in there. Something needs to be fixed and you're the one to do it, you know? You see, there is nothing broken. There's always, you know, light and dark, the perception of light and dark. That, that's running, that's what makes duality, that's what makes the world work. So there'll always be, like, pain and joy in, in, in human experience. But when there is a movement towards <coughs> alleviating pain, it doesn't come from a judging place. When there is really natural movement towards alleviating pain, it comes <coughs> consciousness taking care of itself in a much more organic way than, oh, there's something wrong here and I'm going to fix it. That's, that's got a burden on it, because you know it's sticky, it's not working for you. But you know this, I've said this before, that I just have all this resistance to, yeah, to the way things are, to the suffering. Yeah. Yeah, I still think when people want to die, you know, they should just fall asleep and die. Yes. I've heard American Indians could do that. I don't know. So yes. to me, that sounds like a much better way to die than all the suffering. That... So, so, it, so, yeah, so I question this consciousness, having this experience. It's like, it doesn't make any sense to me. It's what's so awful about suffering. <clears throat> It's just, I think it's unnecessary. It should, 
I think it's... Of course it's unnecessary because it takes an identified ego to suffer in the first place. So of course it's unnecessary. But, but what's wrong with it? It happens anyway. Those flowers are unnecessary, but they happen anyway. <laughs> Wait, they're not suffering. Well, right, they've been cut. <laughs> Depends on the perception, huh? Maybe the flowers are hurting a bit. Okay, so suffering, so pain. Yeah. What's wrong with it? It hurts. Physical hurt. pain hurts. Yeah, but so, what's wrong with that? That's just nerve endings, you know, that's the body trying to heal itself, registering pain, you know? You know, you, you, you get a pain in your foot, you're going to protect it, you're not going to lean on it as much. It's just the body healing itself. What? What's wrong with this? How come it's automatically not a good thing? Right. It's in the unsavory box. Yeah. I'm just thinking of like, you know, I'm just... There's this physical resistance to pain. Yeah. There's resistance to physical pain. There's yeah. resistance to emotional pain. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's a contraction. Yeah. Okay, now we're after resistance. It's no longer about the pain. Okay. It's just resistance is running. It's just about resistance now. Just pushing something away. <clears throat> For whatever reason mind wants to find. It shouldn't be there, or it's not fair, da 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 da. It's like, that's just the support for resistance, for the energy of resistance to be justified as a concept. You see? Resistance happens, don't believe it. We don't have to get rid of resistance, just see it. Just say, whoops, there's resistance. Let resistance be storyless. Just resistance itself is enough of a story. Can you see it? Can you pare it down to just resistance? Mm -hmm. I don't think I have to get rid of it, but I don't have to get rid of it. <clears throat> Not at the minute. Yeah. Not at the minute, because you'll be resisting resistance. That's, yeah. that's the greatest way it's going to sneak back in by the back door. Okay. See it. Yeah, just see it and, and kind of n get to know the smell of it, you know. And say, ah, oh, there's resistance playing. And if there's an allowance of, of resistance, an acceptance of resistance, or if there's a non-resistance of resistance, that's the best way to, that it dissolves, to push away resistance. Never works. Okay. You see? Yeah. Yeah, let it be about resistance now. We'll see if there's anything underneath it, but I think not. I think it's just the energy of resistance, you know. And let it be seen in a broader spectrum. Look out for re resistance itself, huh? <clears throat> in whatever shape or form. So all these ideas I have, you know, I guess I just need to discount them. Ideas? You know, about you know, politics and... I mean, I have lots of resistance to... Yeah, to how know. things are? Yeah. Then may, may they be as they are, huh? Yeah. 
just the resistance. I see you're seeing it popping up all over the place. Yeah. And it's just an arrogance that you could do it better. You could actually fix the world. That's normal. Everybody has a, has a, has a, you know, a period of time of where they know how to run the world. Fix the economies and <coughs> save the planet and, you know. <laughs> so can I just ask how to deal with that arrogance, thinking that I know better? See it. Just see it. Because, because it sneaks in, fuels the, it's not fair, it shouldn't be like this, and I'm going to do something to change it. It's the raw material to make those stories happen. So if we're not going to focus on those stories and find the raw material, it's like, whoa, that's just an arrogance. Drop it. Not fueling it. Not fueling it. And then something gets soft because there's a contraction with arrogance. It's like a woof. The, the, the ego gets a, it's, it's a reference point, a strong reference point for the ego. So see it and whew, no contraction. If there's no contraction, arrogance has no gumption to follow through. Sure. The person with no questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi again. So, um, kind of leading on and building on the question that I asked last time, or asked you to share about uh, how you knew, or what was your experience when the, that animating energy of consciousness, you began to notice it. Mm -hmm. So, what, where was the transition from thinking you were uh, the controller in charge and all that? What was that transition like? when that began to go and was it something over a period of time where mm -hmm. life softened around the edges and, mm -hmm. and you begin to know you know what I'm saying like in subtle ways and it became more and more prevalent mm -hmm. and then uh, the, the follow-up to that would be what is your experience now being in a body you know being in the body with consciousness being aware that it's here internally compared to you know what it's like with your ego in the forefront does, does that make sense? Yeah, like what's your consciousness every day? Or what is your experience? Um, I couldn't say that there's a personal experience. Right, okay. You just, know? Yeah, just more of the seeing. It's like there's a perception running in consciousness, right. but it's mm -hmm. not mine, and mm -hmm. I'm not here, and I never was here. Mm -hmm. And consciousness had the illusion that there was an individual Jack mm -hmm. for a while, mm -hmm. but it was hypnosis. There was never a Jack here. It's never. It's not possible. Um, so there's no personal I internally to actually comment on, I like this, I don't like this, this is good, this is bad, no. that's all gone. These are just, the, the preferences happen. Mm -hmm. You know, preferences happen, but there's no attachment to it, stickiness to it. No, something is very, um, I don't know, keep, keep, keeps moving and changing and Mm -hmm. There's there's no fixed position on most things, and mm -hmm. um, it, it 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 I don't know. Life is kind of I don't know. This kind of happens. Right? It just happens. Yeah, it's just so. all happens on its own. Mm -hmm. There's there's no point in interfering with it or doing. I wouldn't even know how to do that. 
Do you know? I do know. Yeah. yeah and so there's just a, there's just a perception coming through these eyes, you know, and and or the senses, you know, and the senses do their work and they register so that the working mind can function and. And I'm not kind of concerned with any of it, do you know? <laughs> right. Do you know? There's no connection point between what I am and this Jack character. There's no connection point at all. And that transition from that um, was, because sometimes, you know, I've read about different people, like um, oh, the parent, Eckhart Tolle, you know, where it was this immediate yeah, sort of like kind of that shock yeah. to the system where, not and even Byron Katie, where there's kind of this, your disorientation for a while. Yeah, there was a few. For sure, there were you know experiences like that of, of mm-hmm. the breakdown. Three huge ones, huge mm-hmm. ones. Um, um, but but uh, you know years and years of shoveling the BS and years and years of therapy and all kinds of all kinds of things. Anything at all to just just get rid of this ability to suffer. You know, mm-hmm. just anything at all to just. To change, to, to have some management of thoughts and of mind, and tried it all, <laughs> and eventually, it's just like I can't do this anymore. Brought me to my knees. I can't do this anymore. I've nothing left to give. There's nothing left here. I like I've taken it all. And what now? What now? You know? um, and just being thrown off the path, and spirituality being taken, everything being taken. Long periods of silence. Periods of, of, well, one big period of six days of where no functioning at all, like somebody had to take care of me. I had no, n- no capacity to take care of myself at all. Um, you know, but somehow there were people there and the body got fed and I think, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's just a complete and total surrender, you know. Complete and total surrender. It's just the Jack character was brought to her knees, you know. So it, I'd have to say, it was gradual, with a few huge whammies, you know, a few huge experiences of completely and totally the wiring blowing up and something being undeniably different afterwards. Um. And, and, and then just, just nothing happening at all. And, and maybe a year, a year and a half later, people saying, but, but you're, you're talking as though it's kind of satsang material. And I'm like, sure, what, what are you talking about? Do you know? And you don't know because you can't see yourself. You have no reference point. So it's only from other people saying some big shift has happened. You're, you're, you're just not, you're not who you used to be, you know? And of course, then coming back from India and being with my family, they're saying, it's like you're stoned, you know, you're just out of it. Like, <laughs> you know, and it's like, well, I'm not stoned, thanks very much. You know? like, you're just not talking the, the just, particular patterns course, that you would that says, I, if they say this, I need to say this, yeah. and all that. And gone. one sister saying, it's like you're dead. You're just dead. <clears throat> you know? And, and like, you were, in a way. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, yep, maybe so. You know, can't talk about that, sorry. You know, it's like, do you know? So it took some time before, before the pieces came together. You know, and then someone, you know, and then and then, and then someone made YouTube, and so it's like I got yanked out of my little cottage in India. You know, yanked out of it, back into the world. You know, because there's nothing here who would bother her backside moving at all. You know, so 
So invitations come and that's what dictates where Jack is and that's it, you know. It, it just Life picks you up and carries the form. You actually don't have to do anything about it at all. And you'll find your working mind will make sure that your mortgage is paid and things like this happen. And it's just the common sense aspect and that kicks in. But the controller or the one who wants to make it better or avoid things or achieve something, no. And there's, you know, there's a preference here for chanting over talking about this stuff, you know, and it's, but it might or might not happen. There's never a move to be able to follow what the pull is, you know, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, be nice to sing more. Does it happen? No. <laughs> Do you know? It's so, it's like the preference is like an aroma that passes by, but there's no, you can't follow anything, you can't follow any pull. It's not even strong enough to be a desire, but you can't follow it. You know? There's a disconnection, you see, between thought and action. So, uh, for you internally, thoughts still arise, of course. Uh, yeah, it's just it the, for a long time. the energy and the tension, the, the internal mental tension that typically, if it's more ego oriented, is what. Um, would typically drive the body where that's not there now. It may no. be noticed, and then you see uh, what's done. Then I see what's done. How do you mean I see what's done? Uh, that uh, you're, it's perceived, like the body, the hands move and things happen. Yeah, but yeah. I, I wouldn't even label that. Mm -hmm. uh, do you know, it's kind of something that's kind of a bit careless or not really bothering mm -hmm. at all. Not paying much attention, do you know? Mm -hmm. There's no attention to be paid on something anyway. Mm -hmm. You know? It's no, I can't seem to invest in, in, in what I'm doing. Do you know? Yeah, so uh, an example maybe would be that how we can, before we go to do something, we'll think, or I'll, I'll own my own stuff, I'll think it through what I'm going to say or do or whatever, and my sense is what you're saying, your experience is, in a sense, there's uh, things get said and done, but there's not the build-up before it's said and no. done and all that. It's just, Very it's almost like you're watching it for the first time when it comes out. Yes. Even though yes. there's not someone it's there like watching. That. Even if something someone. was planned, yes. it's right. still for the first time. Because mm -hmm. it's planning, planning something is in isolation. Like I was talking recently in, in mm -hmm. San Diego. And, and I made some notes, I found myself making some notes. Right. And then I brought up the notes and oops, I don't know what was in the notes. I don't know. I never looked at them. I never looked at them since. I have no clue. But something else happened. But so even planning happened, but it, it wasn't connected to the event at all. Do you know? Yes. You see, it's it's just every moment is fresh. It's like they're standalone frames. They're, they really are frames. And that were my sense is that's where the aliveness comes from because there's not the deadening of. The, all the stuff on top yeah. of what's actually happening here. No, it's there's more no, of uh, that fresh approach to it, right yeah. here, right now. Yeah, and all that. And there seems to be an ability to respond, but there's no sense of responsibility. Right. Mm -hmm. Or know? story that says this is what should happen, should oh. happen, no. should go. This is what I did wrong, what I did right. Ah, oh, God. None of the projection onto the no. next, no. what's occurring, or the next thing to. Yeah, occur. and if there's blind spots. You know, every now and then there's something seen of like, ah, that was running there. But it's an energetic contraction. It's a contraction, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, hmm, there's a contraction. And that's noticed. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh gosh, something is still running there. Which is rare enough. Is it almost like the body is where the signal comes yes. from? That when yes. something's out of alignment yes. with maybe... Uh, Something's trying to burn. Yeah, trying It's trying to, to burn. That's what it's doing. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do anything about it. But, mm -hmm. but, but mind 
will notice it more than more than well I don't know I only know when mine notices it I don't know if it if the burning happens mm-hmm. into pet because if it's not noticed how would I know do you know yeah so uh, it's like the layers like for example when you're operating more strongly from character and ego yes. and conditioning then as the layers move there's a real big noticing because yes. it's the yes. that you know there, uh, there's more of a mental physical emotional reaction that's right and my sense is what you're saying, your experience is, is there movement occurs and things burn, but there's not the attention given to no, it or the noticing all. of it. Not it's just all. the body may shake, yeah. the body may do something, and yeah. it may be noticed, yeah. but there's no, no comment on it. No, mm-hmm. and it's very rarely linked to a story. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go that far. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a happening like a, a scratching your arm, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's just another thing. I don't come up because I'm afraid, but what I'm afraid of is that I know how to get approval so well. I've known this stuff for lifetimes. And then I, I can go away and um, come maybe every year or two different things now and then. What I don't want to do is go, uh, oh, like you said, sticking sticky thoughts. Well, I can, if I can get those sticky thoughts and then organize them into a coherent thing weave them into a nice tapestry, all about the spirituality, then present them and leave and be feeling a little above average and get recognition. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell am I doing? Wow, what and then you get sunk, and then you get sunk back down. Yeah, course, I, yeah. I, I saw you in uh, D.C. and I, there was a woman who said, well, I sat behind and I came late. I, I, I think she had brown hair, somebody said, Either she's achieved a lot or healed a lot or had a lot of changes, a lot. And you, you said the word toilet. And I knew right away, I said, oh, I know what she was talking about. All that improvement all goes in the toilet after this. But then I had the experience the following Monday. I had this feeling of, well, what are you? Uh, well, what are you? What are you? Yeah. Well, I'm everything. Everything. Yes. yes. Then came to grief, not for like, what, what came, I, I, I think it was grief, was a, I can't claim that, and what good is it if I can't get approval or recognition for it? Very good. 
Yes. So it's not a grief for what you're leaving behind or detaching from. It's what's in the present or even the future that you're not going to have that glitzy feeling. Yes. The juice goes out of everything. The juice goes out of everything. I was gone. And boy, I, I was gone. And um, it was gone. Then, But see, now is that balance. So now you have the... You, you know, you, you want your cake and eat it too. But I, I want... Yeah. That, I, that's what I want in my heart. Is the other. Yeah, okay. In my heart. Even though you won't be there to enjoy it. Right. You, you got a good glimpse of that. <laughs> you see? But that's it. That's where I... And there is that pull. I mean, uh, I could tell stories, but that would be an approval too, you know. How yeah. I, how I've been singled out for, you know, spe- you know yeah, 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 yeah. That garbage. The, the mountaintops. And the, yeah. I yeah. know this one and that one. And they brought yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, it's all garbage. <laughs> oh, it's man. Worthless. And it comes, but I, I experienced that in the last year or two. No sooner did I have, once I was listening to free music, free. And it was, I was right now like consciousness without ownership or something I was writing. But then you want to present it. And, and but on the other hand, I'm, see, the other thing that happened to me two years ago or so was <laughs> I am satisfied. I'm spiritually satisfied. And yet now after coming to Washington, first time in a couple of years, I've done anything like this. I looked through my notes. My insights are always good. I mean, they're... But I've had so much detachment the last two years, and not all by my own doing, to be sure, including the kids. But I realized today, it's like, it's not that I detached them, it's like I detached my attachment, my ego attachment. So it's actually a gift to them. Yes, of course it's a gift to them. But they had to get pulled away in order, you know, blah, 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 blah. All that and other stuff to it, you know, sexuality, you know, the yeah. prostate flares up, that's the end of that one. Yeah. Well, that's, that's, oh, yeah. It's, and, um, yeah. So, what I'm thinking, here's my question I'm thinking, as, uh, I got a lot of stuff here, but it's like these, you know, I don't want to say steps towards, that's not even steps back, maybe. Coming back, the way of the, the something of the way is returning. Maybe these cards, but if I didn't like swallow a whole box of them at once and post them all up, you see what I'm saying? Like with me, it's almost like less is more just to settle back and return. Yes. Do you have any tips on that? <laughs> I'll make a list. So tips would keep the story going, wouldn't it? It would give you something else to do. Well, I thought I thought that could be, but if I only like had a card or something one a day and it was at random, well, that's a new story. It's a new story. <laughs> then I can evaluate that. Yeah. No, but I, I thought well that has the thing of that if you it's not so much like you're in control or overdoing or absorbing or uh, sickening, eating, overeating you. You're just going with something. It's only one little card a day. <laughs> what, did I just get naked here? <laughs> yeah, oh, I see what you mean. So, yes, that's, so, tips with only what? 
funny. <laughs> Some people say I should hang on to that. Um, probably can't, you can't help. No, no, let it all go. Let it, all, let it all go. Yeah, let it all go. So tips would only give you another program. Yes, of course. You're looking for a kind of a more refined thing to continue with. Something just a bit more simple and sophisticated. You, but above you, average. But it's like, a little above average. Yeah, but I mean, shut the whole lot of it. What, what are you doing? Just continuing with the path? What would you do if you weren't seeking? If you weren't oh, I'm not a seeker anymore anyhow. I know that one. Yes, I'm better, what do you want tips I'm better than that. Yeah. So what do you want tips for, you non-seeking seeker? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Something is looking for juice. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And it's as not long as there's something to do. Yes, as long as there's something to do. But doing happens. It's the investment in it is what the sticky thing is. That's what happens to me. Doing yeah. happens. That's what's been so clearly. <clears throat> yeah, but you're looking for something to do. When you're looking for something to do, you're, you're, there's an attachment to it. There's a desire to do something, to kind of fill the space. Oh! Mm -hmm. That can answer the fear right there, then. Don't be afraid of space. Right. Fill it with... Don't fill it at all. <laughs> well, the other thing I mentioned is that somehow I stumbled into this... Well, not somehow I stumbled into this thing. Maybe I should keep that. I thought of it in a different way today. It's a wazifa from a Sufi tradition, of, but it's uh, not too grandiose. It used to be, but... It's Ya Muhuddin. Ya Muhuddin. And that's just a, a bringer of security, safety, peace. And no fear, no fear. And I can do that in one breath, and I, I think that helps. Helps what? <laughs> My mind spinning. Can the mind spin without you being invested in it? Or do you comment on the mind spin? Is it not a good thing? Or I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the mind might always spin. You spin. Oh, oh, yeah, you said that. Like the, the I have the pregnant belly. Uh, uh, the uh, yeah, those thoughts. That yeah, yeah, that mind might always. Spin. It might always spin. And right. if you want to give it chewing gum, sure, run a mantra, run the Sufi phrase, whatever. Yeah. That's just chewing gum for the mind. If you want to do that, fine. But, but really, you know, the, the nature of mind is to be busy for most people. Yeah. And so whether it's busy with garbage or busy with a mantra, that's, that's an option. But it's not really a problem either Don't way. Don't attach to it. Not at all. That's just mind. It's just a mechanism of, you know, of motion. That's all it's doing. Something is moving and changing images all the time. But sure, what difference does it make? No, it's a kaleidoscope. Ah, it's just a kaleidoscope, yeah. Believing yes. it is a whole other ball game. What? Believing the thoughts yeah. is a whole other ball game. That's just a... Can I get my money back? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is possible. <laughs> I sold at a profit. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh. 
I think during this year there's been a lessening of some attachment to, to roles and just seeing things and doing what feels, you know, doing. Um, <clears throat> I'm still um, working part-time and listen to a lot of suffering stories, you know, and mostly can be pretty, you know, just with it and not feel like I need to fix people. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, when Connie was talking, it just sparked. Um, I have a limit with that. And a story came recently about the pretty much the worst childhood abuse that I've ever heard of. I mean, okay. It was, it was awful. Okay. And it, um, <clears throat> hell, you know, I could see this. Need, I have a, a limit to, to the suffering I can see. All right. So there's a resistance. I can. It's okay up to a point. Okay. And then there's a huge resistance. So so, you, so there's a capacity to accept suffering, and then and, and then, then something crosses the uh -huh. mind. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. And so I, I'm aware of that resistance. I see it. Yeah. But it's something. It's a huge fear that comes from uh, place. Ah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know. Talk to me about this fear. I don't even know how to talk about it. You know, I, I don't, I'm not sure. It's, it's something that doesn't come out in words. It's just... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Come out in tears or come out in wanting to dissolve or something. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. But I don't know what, what, how to put it into words. It's almost like it's just some, it's a, a fear of... Somebody was telling me about the child. This person was saying about the childhood, and I thought, oh, "Well, that father was Hitler." I mean, there's, there's, I can take it up to that point. And okay. It's just like, no, it can't, shouldn't be. What Harry was saying, it shouldn't be. Yes. It's too unfair. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I don't know what else to say. Yes. Uh -huh. Is it that the story itself? triggers this response in you, this fear? Or is it actually like a frequency that you've tuned into? I guess it's a frequency. It feels like this. Yeah. Okay. And I think I had it as a baby. I was in, I mean, World War II and Hitler was happening then. Yes. And I think I tuned into it. I yes. had some ability to tune in. And so the fear's always been there. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why it's so upsetting. It's all right. Let it unravel. Let it unravel. It's fine. There's a fear of letting it go. Okay. Yeah. What will happen if I let it go? If you let it go, if you're not carrying that. It's letting my guard down. Yeah. 
Dus in your guard, a guard down. Ja. Yeah. Is it letting a guard down? Or is it that in some way you have the capacity to let that suffering run through your system? And in some way that that seems to be believed that it helps. I don't know. That doesn't resonate. Does it not? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean there may be some truth to that. I'd never thought of it in yeah. that way, but I doesn't I don't think yeah. so. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So letting your guard down then. Um Children need to be protected. Yeah, there's something like that. But, but, it's, but it's so kind of abstract. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's kind of, it's very yeah. abstract where you're talking from. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if uh-huh. your system wasn't to tune into that frequency anymore, if, you're, if your dial was to like go out of range uh-huh. of that frequency that started in World War II, uh-huh. okay, what, what, would, would it make much of a difference? Would there be a knock-on effect? Is there a fallout? Would your guard really be down? I mean, what would happen if your guard is down? I'm not, I'm not hearing, I'm not taking in what you're saying. Could you repeat that? So yeah. There's a, there's a block. There's yeah. a block, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <clears throat> so so we, we've, we've got that something tuned in to this... To, the, to a frequency. To, to a frequency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, at the time of World War Two. To a frequency which was the capacity for intense suffering, human right. suffering. Right. Okay, yeah. all right. So now we're we're moving towards. How about if the tuning into that frequency was to shift? Mm-hmm. Because of because what it's doing is the frequency is your capacity to believe that it's real. So that's why I'm after it. Oh, okay. That's why I'm okay. after it. Otherwise, it would be fine. Yeah, and that's where that's where I I guess I do that 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 is probably really important because I can see up to that point that it's not real, and then I stop. And then and yeah. then it becomes real. Then it becomes real. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's like it just became multicolored all of a sudden. And yeah. It you and in. up to that point, it's yeah, like, it's black yeah, and white. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so there's a certain tipping point uh-huh. where the reality comes in. Now, I'm interested in the fact that you said if you tune out of it, you'd be letting your guard down. Why, why let so, your guard so I think, down? I think that's where I, uh, it was it's so helpful to hear Connie. Somehow I'm supposed to do something about it. I think okay. That, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm supposed to save the world? No. I don't feel that. But... I'm going to throw it out again. Okay. I, I think what you're supposed to do about it is the is what you have been doing about it is running it through your system. Okay. Okay. When you say running it through my system, I think that might be what I'm doing, but I've never thought of it in that way. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Yeah. 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 It's like the acknowledgement of it in some way holds it. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And that's okay. And, and, well, that's what identification does. It's okay. particularly what women okay. do. Okay. Because that's the right. feminine, the holder right. of right. something, to right. allow. You see? Right. This is women's thing, yes. you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's like something in your wiring, it, it kicks that in. When suffering, when suffering reaches a certain degree, mm-hmm. it's like the role becomes what Susan does. Okay. And the role is, is the feminine coming in to hold it. Okay. And what happens is that you, you run it through your system, uh-huh. you know, and, and your guard is up. 
I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure what that means, but so, there's a response. Mm-hmm. There's a response, and mm-hmm. something is, is making it better in that it's carrying it, or you're running the frequency through you. Mm-hmm. But all you're actually doing is allowing it to manifest as real. That's all what you're really doing. Okay. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's being part of the conveyor belt to make it manifest, but it's not working for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't be talking about it mm-hmm. here unless mm-hmm. it's not working for you anymore. Mm-hmm. Something is finished with that role mm-hmm. of, of, of holding it. Mm. Mm. Do you know? Yeah, I'm going to have to kind of yeah. let that run through. Yeah, yeah. sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah. So when it's your client at work who's talking about this level of suffering, mm-hmm. the response of holding it mm-hmm. is different to when somebody's talking about suffering and it's black and white. It's not as vibrant. Right. You right, see? Right. So, so that way of just professionally holding something where there's detachment. Mm-hmm. And there's, that's where I'd like to be. With yeah. The other. I would like to be with the other because yeah. it's not helpful for one No, thing. it's not helpful yeah. Yeah. for any of you. No. For suffering for itself. Because right. yeah, what you're doing is facilitating. Making it, making it real. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're making it real. Okay. You're making okay. it real. Okay. Yeah, and I think I've just had such a hard time seeing it as unreal. It's just been very hard to see it yes. as unreal. Yeah, because you can't grab the concept and say, oh, this is unreal, and stick it over something that no. you believe in your gut no. is real. I mean, that's no. total. No. Yeah, yes. A lot of people do that, but it's really going nowhere. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's how. This is helping. What I think I need to do is work on that and come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just, yeah. just pull it out, pull it apart another little bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll just say one thing. The, the manifestation doesn't need you to acknowledge suffering in order for it to do the suffering that it's going to do. I, I couldn't hear that either. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Manifestation doesn't need you to play a role. Okay. Oh, nice. Around <laughs> its movie scenes about suffering. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. 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 There's no role for you yeah. to play here. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Sure. Can you handle another fifteen minutes? Are people white? <coughs> How about you? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Do you need a break? People say they need a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs>